Hello everyone, my name is Blake. As you know me, I'm the host from Moonlight Madness. Hey everyone, how you doing? So I'm going to be doing another, as you can probably tell by the theme, um, a Lightning Lacy story, otherwise known as Dashy, as her nickname is. Um, anyway, so uh, this one's going to be about finding her, so you can get a lot more detail and depth in it. Um, it might even fall up to the first day with her. So, sit back, relax, grab popcorn, grab a nice drink, and get a blanket as we dive right in. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy. Hello, my name is Brian Dash, and I'm going to tell you how I... My life went to the worst to the best, almost immediately. So, let me tell you about it. Well, as you probably heard the original stories, the daily struggles of my life outnumbered the small moments of joy. I was watching shows under my age limit, trying to find the perfect world. Right there. I reach out to touch it, and I get stopped by my computer screen. <laughs> That'll change the day that I found, Lightning Lacey, a girl who I now consider my daughter. Now, I know I told you I found her in a box, but maybe I should get down deep in the story and tell you everything. Well, as you probably know, it was the same old crap. I walked to work. People came in, got their things, paid for them, and then left. And as I said before, walking was most of my life back then, so I walked, was walking home. That's when I saw a small box on the side of the road. It wasn't crushed or destroyed amongst the littered streets. It didn't hold any significance. So I passed it by and went for another walk. Then I got home, but all through my walk, and even as I walked through the front door, as the sun was setting, that was just trying to eat away at me. I didn't know what it was. I mean, it's just a box. It's not uncommon to see litter. I live in probably, probably like the worst neighborhood in the world. Littered streets, mean guys everywhere. My neighborhood might as well just be a prison yard for everything. You know, a judgment of some sort. But that box, ah, what the heck, I thought to myself. So I turned around down the same road that I always walk and went back down to see what was in that box so maybe I could get some peace of mind, something I haven't had in such a long time, not ever since my parents died. So I opened up the box and looked inside. And there, there she was, my favorite character from my favorite TV show, The Screwballs, Lightning Lacey. Hi there, where did you come from? I asked, and when she looked up with me with those big eyes, my heart exploded, twice. But this leaves me with a question. What should I do? Should I take her home? Or uh, should I call someone? 
but who I'd even call? And how would I explain a character from a TV show was just in a box? That wasn't going to go over so well. Especially with the government. I also only have one choice here. So, I picked up the box. I found a way to get Lacey out of the box and wrapped up my coat as it was starting to rain. And then I used some duct tape ahead of my backpack to use as straps so I could carry the box home in case there was any clues to find out how she got here and when and what time. Because I wasn't going to sit there and dwell on it right then. The streets are dangerous at night. Very dangerous. It's probably better being caught in the middle of the forest at night than it is on our streets on the way back home. So, I didn't dwell on it. I just picked her up, took off my coat, wrapped my coat around her, and walked home. About halfway home, we were caught in the downpour. Now, I was miserable. I was wet. I was tired. My feet hurt. And I was worried we'd get jumped at any point in time by the angsty teens that lived in the neighborhood. But then again, the street I was on, at least the one I lived on, was the safest. Better than the street that I was walking on at the time. So, I got home. And I shut the door and locked it. I took her up to my room and set her down on my bed. Now, what to do with you, I thought. I can't just let you lay on the floor or whatever. You are a human being, after all, and even if you are some sort of figment of my imagination, a man begging for at least one drop of joy in his life, I can't just leave you on the floor. That's not right. So I thought, and I remembered when my parents died, I took their bed, and I took down my old bed, my box spring. It was in the attic. So I sat her down and said, I know what to do with you. You stay right there. You won't go anywhere, will you? I almost hit myself in the face. Really? Where is she gonna go? She may not even be real. Just may just be your depression and you got the best of you. She looked at me and she didn't answer, but I knew she wouldn't. She was after all three at the most, if that, and not ready to talk yet. So I went and got the box spring and the mattress and I laid it next to my bed. It was, how should I put it, uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. Like, I wouldn't even let my dog sleep on that, if I had one. So, I decided, she can have my bed, and I'll suffer through the night and get take the bed on the floor. I'll go and get another mattress tomorrow and another box spring. That way I wouldn't have to spend another night in agony of that terrible bed and that horrible box spring. The next day came, and I was exhausted. I didn't sleep well in that box spring bed or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> I looked over on my bed, and there she was, Lacey, sleeping like a baby, 
Probably because she was one. I didn't know what to do. Obviously, I couldn't just go down and play video games. It was my day off, anyway. And I, most of my games weren't appropriate for a kid. I'm pretty sure if I played Star Destroyer or Halo or Call of Duty or whatever, I'll terrify her for the rest of her life. Besides, she might even freak out when she sees me. Some random stranger picked her up in the middle of the night and took her home. Granted, she wasn't harmed, so that might do something, but... Seriously, children don't think things through all the time before they act, and the last thing I wanted was to walk away with a broken rib or something. So, I decided what I have to do now is wash her, give her a bath. She smells, well, like a wet dog, to put it bluntly. She obviously hasn't had a bath or shower in such a long time. And on top of that, she spent probably more than a few nights out on the street. Not to mention she was drenched by rain last night. So, I picked her up. She woke up, looked at me, and then instantly freaked out with a loud wail that made me wish I was dead because it was so loud. Ah! She yelled. Well, that made me cover my ears, and in doing so, I accidentally dropped her. Well, her terrifying yells turned into loud sobs. Brian, you are an idiot. You don't drop children. Especially one that cries really loud. I picked her up, and I did what my parents did when I was a child. So I picked her up and made soothing noises. Then I sang a lullaby that my mother often sung to me. Good night, my angel. Time to close your eyes and save these questions for another day. Well, that was the only verse I knew, so I repeated that a few times by simultaneously going, shh, 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 shh. So it came out, good night, my angel. Time to close your eyes like a snake. I shuddered. That probably didn't calm her down any. But that's when she started to close her eyes. And on top of that, stopped kicking me. Didn't matter, sure I bruised my ribs. I was gonna be feeling that tomorrow. So I said, I'm just gonna, you know, give you a bath. You know, make you all nice and clean. You'll feel happier. Well, after hearing my talk, at least me talking to her like I was, that made her freak out even more. She was no longer calm. She was now like a wild bull. She kicked me again in the pit of the stomach. Again, I dropped her, but this time she landed on her feet and ran, as only a three-year-old can. I chased her, but she was fast. Well, I guess that's what they call lightning, lightning lacy. I said, wow, she's fast. Man, so I decided her nickname would be Dashy, and I thought that suited her just dandy considering how she was dashing through the house at breakneck speed. And then, all of a sudden, 
She stopped. I caught up to her and saw what got her to stop. She was looking at a portrait of a five-year-old child, myself, and a 23-year-old woman and a 29-year-old man. She looked at me as if saying, who are they? I bent down beside her. This time she didn't run. I said, that's me. And that's my mommy and daddy. I shuddered, considering that I never called my dad, daddy, and haven't called my mom, mommy, since I was like seven. And I'm 23 years old. I sighed deeply. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's my mommy and daddy, and, uh, that little guy in the front there, that's, that was me. She looked at me, her mouth starting to quiver, as if she was trying to pronounce something. I didn't think anything of it. She was, as I said before, she was three, and not ready to talk yet. Well, I guess before I give you a bath, I better feed you. So I turned around and started to head towards the fridge when I heard Daddy I stopped. What what did you say? Daddy And she looked at me and said Daddy I knew what she was starting to say meaning by that implying that I was her daddy what no 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 no. I'm not your dad my name is Brian you hear me Brian Brian Dash just call me Mr. Brian I'm not your dad I'm just taking care of you so my name is Brian not daddy Brian Brian she said well, when I got to the kitchen, I asked her, what do you want? We have carrots, we have peas, and we have broccoli. She pointed to the carrots and said, Daddy. I reminded her again that I am not her father, I am Brian. That, that repeated about five more times, and I just finally gave up. I let her call me daddy just because I was tired of explaining myself over and over and over. After she got done eating, I told her it was time for bath. Now, I didn't know if kids at her age liked bubble baths, but I had some, so I figured to give it a shot. It was strawberry scented, so I put her in the bath with the strawberry bubbles, and I... I washed her hair and washed her all up until she smelt of strawberries and was pretty much sopping wet. And I swear, even now, even now, since I am about 29 years old right now, and I was 23 back then, she still gets me wet even to this very day. Every time I try to give her a bath, she always gets me wet in the process. So, I dried myself off and then dried her off. Now, I didn't have any clothes, especially for a girl of that age. But I did have my old onesie my mom kept in her dressing room. 
or her closet, as you probably all know it. And I figured that might fit her. Spread on her running around and nothing but her clothes she had on from since yesterday, which really need to be washed. I think that was the blunt of the smell. So I put on my old onesie on her. She seemed to like it. Blue was after all one of her favorite colors. And ironically enough, it had a lightning bolt on the front. Well, that was fitting, I thought. I started to go back to see if I could find something for her to eat or something to do while I went to the office. I obviously couldn't take her with me. That's when she saw something around my neck. What's that? I looked at her. Well, I guess guess you're going to be talkative. I looked down at my neck and I saw the silver lightning bolt that I got as my nine-year-old birthday gift from my parents. Um, this is a silver lightning bolt. Um, my parents gave this to me. Pretty, she said without even stuttering. Of course, you can't say Brian without stuttering, but you can say pretty. Well, I'm glad you like it. Maybe one day I'll pass it on to you. What the heck was I saying? I didn't even plan to keep her that long. I thought like a day or two and then she'd be gone. Whether it's just a poof and she's gone or by some other means. But inside my heart, even when back then, I dreaded that day. But right now, I'm all she's got. All I can do is try to be the best darn father I can possibly try to be. I'm acting she'll be like here forever, but I know that's not the case. One day she'll be gone. One day she'll return home. But that doesn't matter. Right now, she needs me. And quite frankly right now, I need her. Thank you everyone for listening to the story, Finding Lightning Lacey, and also First Day with Lacey. If you like this video, punch that like button in the face, I'll like a boss, as always, high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching this video, I had a lot of fun narrating for you, and I can't wait to do the next video. As a So, thank you for watching this video, if you liked it. Again, put that love in the fist like a boss. So thank you all for listening. I'll see you all next time in the next video. Goodbye. And remember, the world is what we create. If you create upsetting things, then the world will be upsetting. If you create happy things, the world can only get better. There's still hope for this world. But we need to change it. Just remember this. Art. A-R-K, an act of random kindness, is all it takes. Thank you, everyone, and good night.